0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Beef Up Front podcast. This is your host, Ryan Coyle, here today with a very important episode as I will be breaking down my thoughts and my reaction to the Philadelphia Eagles news today of dismissing head coach Doug Peterson from his duties as head coach, and they will be retaining uh, and keeping Howie Roseman as their general manager Going forward, uh, this is a decision that I definitely do not agree with. I'm going to break down all my thoughts for you throughout uh, this show today. Uh, But first off, I wanted to start off the episode as a lifelong Eagles fan, uh, saying thank you to Doug, first Super Bowl in franchise history. Uh, Sure, there were some ups and downs. Uh, This 2020 season was was a very bad one, one of the worst that we've seen uh, in the 21st century from the Eagles. Uh, But the past five years, uh, there was a lot of excitement uh, that included three trips to the playoffs, uh, a Super Bowl title, uh, the Philly special, uh, fourth down conversions, uh, just a lot of exciting moments uh, in these past five years. And I don't think any of that would have been capable uh, without Doug. So I want to say thank you to Doug Peterson from the bottom of my heart for all the great moments uh, he's had as a coach here in Philadelphia Uh, And I wish him the best of luck moving forward. Uh, But we'll get into my thoughts on Jeffrey Lurie's decisions today uh, in the two most important roles in the Philadelphia organization uh, in the front office. And that is with the head coach and the GM. Uh, We're going to start we're going to start off with Doug, where if I was Jeffrey Lurie, I would have certainly been keeping Doug Peterson and getting rid of Howie Roseman. Doug Doug Peterson's total regular season record, he went 42-37-1 as head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, 2016 his first year, 7-9, a rebuilding year, had a rookie quarterback, and he inherited a really bad situation uh, from what was left of the Chip Kelly era in 2015 when he was like a, And Doug really was able to uh, establish a good culture, as we saw, and that carried over into the 2017 season uh, where the Eagles went 13-3, Got the one seed. Uh, Carson Wentz was playing like an MVP quarterback all year. Uh, the Eagles go to the Super Bowl. They win with a backup quarterback. You know, the rest is history. Uh, one of the best seasons uh, out of any team, I think you can say, in NFL history with all that they went through and to win the Super Bowl that year. Uh, that was a great testament to the head coach. Then we move on to 2018. Nine and seven, six seed, uh, lost a quarterback again midway through the year. Uh, they make it to the playoffs, though, still. Losing the divisional round, and, and a lot of people argue that Alshon Jeffrey drop, catches that pass, that he dropped over the middle, that led to an interception. Uh, that's a Alshon catch away from going into score and going back to the NFC Championship where they would play the Rams, who they just beat a few weeks prior. The Eagles could have very well been in the Super Bowl in back-to-back years. Uh, 2019, 9-7 again, four-seed NFC East champs. Uh, lost in the playoffs to the Seahawks after Carson Wentz did get hurt again. Uh, but. Another season where the Eagles dealt with a lot of injuries, a lot of adversity, and Doug was able to rally the troops and get them going to the playoffs. Uh, probably could have beat the Seahawks and would have, uh, only losing seventeen to nine with Josh McCown playing the most of the game at quarterback. Uh, and then twenty twenty, his last year as head coach, uh, four and eleven and one, uh, definitely a disaster of a season. Uh, he's playing. He was coaching an overpaid, injury-prone roster. Uh, old. Just very very bad year from the Eagles. Just a very disappointing season. A lot of playoff expectations from most people around the country coming into the year. Uh, but this is a guy who I think definitely deserved another chance. Uh, doing some research leading up to today's show, a guy that I think Doug Peterson's situation is kind of comparable to is John Harbaugh of the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Harbaugh has definitely been around and has been a head coach for much longer. But uh, in his thirteen years as a head coach, he's one hundred twenty-nine and seventy-nine. Uh, eight out of thirteen years to the playoffs with one Super Bowl title as well. Uh, Harbaugh starts off his career great, going to the playoffs five straight years, uh, including one Super Bowl title. Uh, but then he goes eight and eight, ten and six, five and eleven, eight and eight, nine and seven. Uh, he goes four straight years without making the playoffs. So this is a coach from an organization that just won the Super Bowl, uh, ten and six with Joe Flacco that one year in twenty twelve. And then the next four years, they fail to make the playoffs. Uh, but the organization sticks by his side, you know, in these tough circumstances. Uh, the team was kind of going through a rebuild, I guess you could say, after losing a lot of that Super Bowl team from 2012. They stick by his side, and he finds a way to turn the ship around. Uh, they go 10-6, and 14-2, 11-5, three straight years of the playoffs. When you look at Doug, three out of five years he went to the playoffs, and, and you look to get rid of him uh it, I, I just can't really comprehend it three out of five years to the playoffs uh four playoff wins I believe a Super Bowl title I mean it's just a very disappointing day for me uh, I just do not understand what the hell Jeffrey Lurie uh, is doing right now I mean I have a whole little spiel here written in front of me uh, my take on Doug Peterson a great leader of men uh in his Jeffrey Lurie's press conference today, he talked about how great of a leader Doug was. He wants a new head coach to be a great leader, just like Doug. Uh, sure, I'm definitely going to acknowledge that X's and O's wise, Doug might not might have been the best, but and he might have been stubborn and and failed to adapt to some things, which certainly was uh, open for criticism. I understand that, uh, but at the end of the day, he was a great leader and he was a winner. I mean, it al- it wasn't always pretty, but this team always knew how to rally. Uh, around the guys that they had out on the field, uh, except for this year. But other than that, these past, uh, other four years, he's been a great leader, I think, and is able to get these guys to fight back from adversity. And for most, most of the times in the big games, he, they always come up, came up clutch and won. I mean, uh, last year, just off the top of my head, the Monday night win against the giants in overtime, uh, beating the Cowboys at home to really win the NFC East title last year. He's uh, he was just a clutch performer, uh, on the biggest stage in the Super Bowl, uh, he had one of the best coach games ever, I think you can agree, outdoing uh, Bill Belichick, 41-33 to 33 in the Super Bowl. Uh, he, Belichick was definitely outcoached that night, and I think there's no coach out in the open market right now more capable uh, for this job with the Philadelphia Eagles than Doug to turn the ship around and get the Eagles headed back in the right direction. But Jeffrey Lurie decides to go on another way. Uh, I, I'm just really mad at Philadelphia media. Uh, the fans. I mean, what kind of people are we to turn our back on the man who went to the playoffs three straight years, won a Super Bowl, won a playoff game in another? I mean, I think the Eagles are going to be pitiful next year. Uh, I'm not just saying that because of getting rid of Doug Peterson, but I just think it's a really bad roster that's headed for a rebuild. Uh, So, I mean, just saying, like, what's going to happen? You're going to bring in a new head coach. This team could easily go 3-13, and and 4-12, 5-11 next year. And are we going to try and run that next head coach out of town? I mean, whether it's Jalen Hurts or Carson Wentz, whoever's playing quarterback, they're going to have a bad year next year, I think. It looks like the writing's on the wall, just how poorly constructed this roster is, how much young talent that we do not have on the team right now. I mean, this guy won a Super Bowl, and three years later, uh, you fire him. I mean, it's three years ago. I know people are saying you can't live in the past, but this is arguably the hardest trophy to win in sports, and we wanted to get rid of him. I mean it's just a bit of a loss for words for me tonight, but is it, is it really Doug Peterson's fault though, that Carson Wentz forgot how to throw football uh, coaching obviously can be a part of that uh, due to not like helping him improve on stuff. But you have to look at the facts that ever since Carson Wentz tore his ACL in 2017, he's not been the same quarterback. He's had some good moments, but these injuries have really piled up on him and he just hasn't been the same. I mean, when you look at other sports, if a basketball player, I mean, for the instance of Markel Fultz, forgot how to shoot a jump shot. Was that on the head coaching's fault? Like When a player when a player just isn't performing at his peak anymore, he has to look in the mirror, and that's his fault. It always can't be on the coach. The coach shouldn't be taking the blame for Carson Wentz's poor play all season, and I really think that's what it was. The Eagles had to choose between uh, keeping Doug around or, or giving Carson another chance, and they chose Carson uh don't blame them for that want to see if he has his elite football left in him but still the reason for Carson Wentz regression definitely can't be tied to Doug Peterson I think Uh, and and I don't think Carson was that healthy this year either with all the hits he was taking from the bad offensive line Uh, this is a a really I think a perfect situation that you can look at when they go and get tough the tough get going and and we chose to not get going and we quit on this man Uh, I really think Doug Peterson will be a head coach again Uh, He will be very successful, Uh, and I think he was the scapegoat for what happened with Carson Wentz and for all of the bad personnel choices and moves that Howie Roseman has made over the year, which has finally added up on the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I don't really blame Doug if this was just a true mutual agreement to part ways and he thinks he might be better off in a a different situation elsewhere because it it felt like all year kind of it might have been leading up to this. I didn't think it would get to this point. But it feels like everyone was kind of against Doug, and I'm just not sure as to why. Uh, he was really ran out of town and disrespected uh, at a very unprofessional level, I think. Uh, and I think he's going to be very successful where he winds up next. Uh, and I believe he will be the next coach of the New York Jets uh, in the next week or two. That announcement will be made. Uh, but here's a, a fact that I've just been going off of all year, and and I thought this was another really impressive mark on Doug's resume. Uh, Since 2016, when Doug was hired, uh, only nine teams in the NFL have three or more playoff berths, and those are the New England Patriots, the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Houston Texans, the Seattle Seahawks, the Green Bay Packers, the Los Angeles Rams, the New Orleans Saints, and the Philadelphia Eagles. So uh, I might have omitted – The Ravens there, uh, I think they might have been in. So if so, that would be 10. But still, if you can count on two hands, how many teams have made the playoffs three or more years and you're looking to run that man who's who's led you there out of town. I I just think that's indespicable. Uh, Just a total wrongdoing of Doug Peterson. And I really believe Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman were in the wrong in this one, getting rid of this guy. I know Roseman probably didn't have a say in whether Doug stayed or Goad, but he definitely shared his input and believed that he was uh, in the right for most of this and he should have been the guy staying. Uh, And I just think that's indespicable. And Howie Roseman has just been has failed to be held accountable for any of his flaws and mistakes that he's made. I mean, if you watch the Jeffrey Lurie press conference, you even just saw the quotes. Everyone noticed it. Howie and Laurie have some sort of special connection, and, and he just refuses. Jeffrey Laurie refuses to get rid of Howie and, and thinks he's the the end all be all and will be the savior uh, for this franchise. As as we now it looks like, certainly will be entering a rebuild. Uh, we're gonna move on to, to my takes on Howie Roseman now. Uh, first, first off, when it comes to Howie, uh, props to him. He he did build the Super Bowl team. I know people are gonna say, well, if Doug. If you're giving all this props to Doug for winning these games, going to the playoffs, going to the Super Bowl, blah, 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 Uh, doesn't Howie deserve some of that credit too? And yes, I I do give him that. I do give him credit for building a roster that has gone to the playoffs three out of five uh, years since Howie retook that GM uh, title after the Chip Kelly fiasco and won a Super Bowl. Uh, But I mean, how does this man have a job and Doug doesn't? Howie's flaws and, and misses uh, throughout the draft, free agency, all these personnel decisions. This has just been one of the po- most poorly built rosters since that Super Bowl over the years. And Doug's still kind of, with sometimes with practice squad guys, guys off the street, still is f- finding a way to get these guys into the playoffs. And just the lack of depth, uh, the lack of healthy players Really, I know that's not really Roseman's fault, but a lot of injury-prone guys on this team. Uh, I know Deshaun Jackson had his a great run with the Philadelphia Eagles, but he's a guy who's always hurt. Howie brought him back. Alshon Jeffrey always banged up. Howie signed him to a big extension. I mean, just the personnel moves that this team has made over the past five years, uh, besides in 2017, uh, where that was really just a home run year through, through free agency and that helped us get that Super Bowl title, have just been – uh, some of the up there were some of the worst in the league. Uh, he won executive of the, of the year in 2017 for building that Super Bowl roster. But ever since then, it just has been on a steady decline, I think, in terms of the draft, trades, free agency. It just has been really bad. Uh, this man, Howie Roseman, constructed the team that was this bad this year. A- and the Eagles really have no idea who's going to be playing quarterback this year. They locked up a quarterback to a hundred million dollar contract and drafted one in the second round behind him. I understand investing in the quarterback position is is very important, but at the same time, this this quarterback situation is up there with one of the worst in the league. Uh, Jeffrey Lurie doesn't didn't even give an answer of who he thinks the starting quarterback will be next season. Uh, I, I really think signing a quarterback to a hundred plus million dollar extension and that extension not kicking in till the 2021 season. And now you have a second-round quarterback on the roster as well that looks like it'll be a quarterback competition next year for whoever the new head coach is. Uh, I just think that is a very bad situation to have. Uh, Roseman has just built a really old, expensive roster, and he really can't spot talent either. So many misses in the draft. I'm going to run through the past five drafts and just talk about how bad it's been. Uh, he he always wants to be the smartest guy in the room, uh, might, wants to make some wise choice that's going to make him look like some sort of genius instead of just looking at the guy that everyone knows they should pick. For instance, this year, Justin Jefferson, who ran circles around the league for over 1,000 yards, will probably be the rookie of the year. And instead, we draft Jalen Rager from Texas Christian. Guy can't stay healthy, and when he does play, he barely makes an impact at all. It's just – some of the moves that this guy has made over the past five years is why we're here right now and is why Doug Peterson is without a job. And the the biggest thing about Howie Roseman is he's supposed to be some sort of cap wizard and, and know all these genius in-and-out moves of the cap and hand, how to handle it. But the Eagles have the second worst cap situation in the NFL going into next season. If you do get rid of Carson Wentz, it's going to be a huge dead cap hit. They're going to be paying him upwards of 30 million dollars to not play quarterback for Philadelphia. So, I mean, he some of the moves he's made are just indefensible at this point and you really can't you really can't go into denial anymore about this Jeffrey Laurie about how bad he's been. I mean, in the interview today in the press conference, Laurie was talking about how great the Eagles front office is and how uh, all the GM people are hiring GMs from us. But he like, That has nothing to do with Roseman's success or failures. He is the one making these picks. He's the one who has the final say on personnel, and he just can't do it. He is not the guy for the job. He has drafted one Pro Bowl player since 2013, and that is Carson Wentz in 2016. In the past seven years, one Pro Bowler. I'm going to run through the past five drafts now. Carson Wentz, uh, 2016. Obviously, it was looking like a franchise quarterback, had a really down year. We'll see what happens with his future in Philadelphia. Isaac Samawalo in the third round, a solid pick. He's been a solid offensive guard throughout his young NFL career. Uh, Wendell Smallwood was a leading rusher for the Eagles for a few years. Uh, He's a solid player, a decent guy, getting him in the fifth round. Uh, Halaputi Viti great pick uh, in the sixth round. What he was able to do uh, as a left tackle in the Super Bowl year when Jason Peters went down, that was a great pick. Uh, he's not with us anymore because he signed a, a big contract, but that's a great pick. Uh, next pick, Blake Countess, uh, practice squad guy. Jalen Mills gets a lot of hate, but for a seventh-round pick, all the games that he started in the NFL, and he's been a big contributor to the Eagles' winning success, good pick there. Uh, Alex McAllister and Joe Walker are their next two picks. Those guys both out of the league. Uh, 2017 draft, the Super Bowl year, Derek Barnett, I'm still high on him. Uh, he's He's failed to stay healthy some. But when when healthy, uh, and especially at times this year, he had some very good performances. Uh, I think it's a good draft pick. Uh, don't know if he's lived up to his first round grade, but a, a, a very good player. I think a uh, solid guy that Roseman actually picked. Uh, then we go to Sidney Jones. Awful here. Russell Douglas. Awful here. Both cut this year. Both go mixed uh, make, start. Make. Uh, Plays elsewhere with, with the Jaguars and the Panthers uh, and are having success there. That could be attributed to our defensive scheme, uh, but certainly misses for Philadelphia. Uh, round four, Mac Collins, special teams player, bad receiver. Donnell Pumphrey, uh, 2017, the probably the best running back draft in NFL history. Eagles picked the worst one out of the league. Uh, round five, Shelton Gibson, wide receiver, out of the league. Round five, Nate Gary, one of the worst linebackers in the NFL. Uh, teams were running circles around that guy all year. Awful pick. Round six, Elijah Qualls, another guy out of the league. We move on to 2018 now. Dallas Goddard, uh, very intriguing player going forward, has had some health injuries, but you know, like what you've seen at him from times, uh, looks like he'll be the Eagles tight end in the future going forward. Avante Maddox uh, has been a solid player, has definitely had a lot of down moments over the past few years since an intriguing rookie season, but he's a, a serviceable backup. Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily what you wanted out of that pick, though, in the fourth round. Josh Sweat, it's a home run pick, one of Howie Roseman's best picks. uh, Getting this guy in the fourth round, he looked like a really strong pass rusher this year before going down with an injury. Could see him returning next year as a starter. Uh, Matt Pryor, uh, definitely not a very good offensive lineman, but in the sixth round, uh, he started some games. Hasn't been terrible in every game, but most games he's been pretty bad. But in the sixth round, you're kind of swinging for the fences there. And then round seven, the Jordan Mailata pick, uh, a very good pick. He had great moments this year. Looks like a potential Pro Bowler. Could be the Eagles' left tackle of the future. Uh, but out of this draft, this might probably out of the fa- out of the past five years been their best draft. Uh, we move to 2019 now. I think you can argue this is up there with his worst draft. Andre Dillard, uh, two years in, unfortunately did get hurt in training camp this year. But he, in his limited action, hasn't looked like a starting caliber offensive lineman. Uh, Miles Sanders. Certainly looks like a future Pro Bowl running back. Uh, one of Doug's, I think, biggest flaws was was not featuring this guy in the game more, and, and he's uh, certainly one of the only guys on this Eagles roster that you can look at and say he has a bright future. Uh, next pick, JJ ortega Whiteside. Uh, we all know, probably one of the worst picks in Eagles history, has had I believe 14 catches over his two years. Uh, drafted him instead kind of DK Metcalf, who is one of the probably top 10 receivers in the NFL. Uh, just a historically bad pick. Uh, next pick, Sharif Miller, another guy, fourth round pick on the practice squad, awful pick. Uh, fifth round, Clayton Thorson, another guy. The Eagles cut him after the preseason, after drafting him in the fifth round. That tells you all we need to know about him. Uh, and then we move to 2020, Jalen Rager, super disappointing rookie year, uh, never really was able to get going. Uh And he was drafted one slot ahead of Justin Jefferson, who looked like the best rookie receiver in the NFL this year and probably was a top 10 receiver. I think he even made the Pro Bowl. So this is just a straight-up terrible pick right now as as we see it in the moment. Uh, Still some time for Rager to grow. Definitely don't want to write him off yet, but an awful pick. Next, Jalen Hurts, maybe the quarterback of the future for the Eagles. Who knows? Uh, I don't think Howie Roseman or whoever, even the new head coach coming in, will know. Uh, Third pick, Davion Taylor, doesn't even know how to put on his shoulder pads correctly, apparently, Uh, was learning the size and length of a football field. We draft him in the third round, barely plays all year. Kayvon Wallace, safety out of Clemson, has been solid, made some plays on special teams, nothing special though. Uh, Jack Driscoll did have some good moments, Uh, looks like a nice backup offensive lineman going forward. Uh, Then John Hightower had some decent moments at the beginning of the year, has some good speed, Uh, certainly needs uh, some more developing though. Uh, Sean Bradley, linebacker, looks like he'll be just a special teams guy. Quez Watkins, another six-round pick. I like that pick. He had some really good moments this year uh, towards the end of the year, including that screen he took, 40 yards for the touchdown. That's not a play Eagles uh, receivers drafted under Howie Roseman have been uh, making throughout his career. So I like that play. Uh, Prince Tega Wanagu uh, was on the practice squad all year, and Casey Toolhill we we cut, uh, not even having a preseason. So... That is what Howie Roseman has done through the draft. Don't have enough time to dissect everything that he's done uh, through free agency and trades and whatnot. Uh, Certainly, he's been a bit stronger there, but his inability to draft, especially recently at the wide receiver position, has really hurt the Eagles and has put them into the spot there in today. Uh, I think the only players uh, I made a little list that I'm excited about on this Eagles roster going forward – Still have some excitement about the quarterback position, whether it's Carson Wentz or Jalen Hurts. Uh, I think there's at least one one of the, those two guys you can build around as your quarterback still. Uh, then we look at Miles Sanders, guy I'm high on. Uh, Jalen Rager, don't think you can write him off yet. Uh, I mean, he, I know this is going to sound stupid, but that punt return, he should, He showed some nice moves and elusiveness where he took it back to the house against the Packers. Uh, he, he did have some nice plays this season, but definitely needs to grow and improve this coming year. Uh, Travis Fulgham, I'm excited about. I want to see what he can do with a full offseason, some more developing. He had some really dominant games that you don't really see in the NFL much. I want to see what he can do going forward. Dallas Goddard, uh, a really good receiving tight end and blocking tight end as well. Uh, Jordan Mailata, I think he can be our future left tackle. Uh, The defensive end duo of Derek Barnett and Josh Sweat, I want to see those two continue to grow and play together. Uh, Linebacker Alex Singleton do give Howie credit for that free agent pickup had over 100 tackles uh, this year in limited playing time didn't really start until uh, after the Nate Gary injury and he had over 100 tackles this year Uh, looks like a potential steal. Uh, But I'm excited about nobody in the secondary. Uh, Darius Slay over 30 now he's a solid player but can't really rely on him for much longer and Jalen Mills be a free agent don't even know if we'll bring him back. He's a, a decent player. Uh, versatile guy who, who gets hated on a lot, but he's still a serviceable starter in the secondary. But there's no one I'm particularly excited about. Uh, this team is in no position to win next year, uh, and I think even the year after that. It's going to take several years to build this thing back up, and that's because of Howie Roseman knocked up Peterson. One down year, uh, and you get rid of this coach. I, I understand it was kind of trending in the wrong direction, but all right, if he replicates this year with next year, then I agree that there might be time to to part ways. But as I was talking about with Harbaugh, he had some immediate success, just like Doug. Uh, goes on, wins a Super Bowl, has multiple trips to the playoffs, but then he has some down years, eight and eight, ten and six, five and eleven, eight and eight. Really struggles three years in a row, uh four or four years in a row, no playoffs, and now they're back as one of the premier teams at the AFC. Sometimes it, it just takes a few down years and and to rebuild, and we just flat out gave up and quit on Doug Peterson uh, after all he did for this organization, bringing them the first Super Bowl title in franchise history. I just think it was a disgrace of what the Eagles did today uh, by relieving him of head coaching duties. Uh, from living with a, a dad who's f- over 50 years old and all his friends always and him always saying, that if you would just get one Super Bowl title for for the Eagles, you'd settle for 10 years of no playoffs or complete mediocrity uh, for the next decade. And and that just wasn't the case here. I mean, the Eagles win the Super Bowl, they go to the playoffs, two year next two years win a playoff game uh, and have one down year and everyone's just ready to run the guy out of town. Uh, I'm just telling you, I know next year, I think this is going to be another bad season upcoming for the Eagles, and just beware of the situation where if they're 4-12, and 5-11, uh, whoever the new head coach is, is going to be ready to run this guy out of town. Uh, I just think from top to bottom right now, this team is a mess. They don't know who their head coach is going to be. They don't know who their quarterback is going to be. The owner uh, lets this GM do whatever he wants and have no – uh, backlash for his poor decisions. I mean, he could have got up there, Jeffrey Lurie today, and completely criticized Howie Roseman and said all the misses he's made, uh, the the bad trades, the bad uh, signings, the bad, especially the draft bad draft picks. I mean, just looking at this year, how for the future, we're just gonna have to watch Jalen. Uh, Jalen Rager and Justin Jefferson and just compare the two and how good Justin Jefferson was this year and probably will be going forward over Jalen Rager. Uh, This organization is just a a complete mess right now. I think it's the least desirable head coaching job out of the seven now that are open. Uh, The Eagles are also now a week and a half behind on the hiring process. Jeffrey Lurie said today they're not even going to rush. They're going to take their time. So they're probably going to not even get the head coach – that they want, they're probably just going to settle for whoever is the best left candidate. Uh, I think it's going to be either Deuce Daly, uh, Eagles running back coach, taking over. He's uh, gained a lot of of praise as a really good leader uh, and obviously has NFL experience, or I think they might go to Carolina and take their offensive coordinator, Joe Brady. Uh, But what's today's date? Today is January, the 11th. 2021, uh, the day Doug Peterson was relieved of his head coaching duties and Howie Rosemont was kept around. Uh, I think this is a day that will go down in Philadelphia Eagles history as one of the biggest mistakes uh, out of this organization, and I really truly believe that Doug Peterson is going to go on and have success elsewhere. You don't really find guys who are able to lead and rally guys around them. I mean, every athlete knows this. Uh, No one's perfect when it comes to the X's and O's sometimes, but there is always – there is always a reason to, to play hard and fight for a coach and rally around him who believes in you and is able to lead you. And Doug was able to do that. Uh, the guys on the team were always open up, opened up about saying that and all the respect they had for that man and for to let him go and really the way that the Philadelphia media and the fans and even the owner and GM ran this guy out of town, I think was a disgrace. Uh, as an Eagles fan, very upset at the decision but it's time to turn the page uh, going to be a lot of new faces in the organization next year. I think whole new coaching staff, a lot of players are going to be gone. Uh, that five, that fun five year era of Philadelphia Eagles football under coach Peterson is now gone. Uh, it, it is a bittersweet day. Uh, definitely thankful for what everything Doug did for the organization. Going to miss him, but I wish him the best of luck going forward. Uh, We'll be back talking soon about some potential head coaching candidates now for the Eagles, but uh, with that being said, thank you again, Doug, uh, Howie Roseman, Carson Wentz. Uh, you guys have to turn it around next year if you're going to be at, at the center of this this rebuild. Uh, and Jeffrey Lurie needs to start holding some people accountable more. Uh, but that will be all for tonight. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and we will talk to you soon.